Ref, you can put us live. Just let me know so I don't save any of my good stuff. Well, I mean, I've pressed the button, so I'm waiting. I don't know what's happening. I'm waiting for it. It's like thinking. It's like the little engine that could and maybe couldn't. So we're in the process of saying, okay, it stopped my call recorder, which usually means it's transitioning. Hello, friends. You're listening live right now to an episode of Verbal Tap. It is an installment of Over Under Kevin. So if you're joining us now, you are able to get in on the fun of making fun of both Kevin and the individual we have today who will be taking on Kevin's picks. Kev, what can you tell me about your excitement for the very first very first installment of Over Under Kevin in regards to the ESPN You Better Fucking Order it from ESPNplus.com. I know I had copy ready that was like, fighting might be easier from outside the cage, but buckle up if you're trying to order the pay-per-view this weekend and aren't paying attention. You are going to run into some troubles. In regards to whoever I'm facing for Over Under Kevin in this UFC pick battle, which... UFC 236 is the name. If you forgot it was happening, you can find it on ESPN. And I wrote as their filler nickname, Raph, whoever the million-dollar mile of picks is this week, which is a dig at LeBron James' reality TV show that's not very good. Got him. Got him. Zing. (laughs) People are going to know this is a feisty podcast. I'll tell you this much, though. Uh, If the intent of that uh, show is to run... Audiences have been running away from it. What? Hey. Okay. <laughs> Calories burnt. Double zing. Someone put <laughs> LeBron on notice. Verbal tap. <laughs> Spitting hot fire. I'd love to see LeBron go in order of those uh, podcasts or uh, things that like give him grief. And I don't even think we crack the top 100. And no that's chance. despite us putting LeBron in an episode or two of the title of this show i got ideas brother you just can't have the best possible version of like steroided up wrestlers chasing your athletes down we need somebody from like arkansas it's like your enforcer is gary from the quick shop uh yeah so i don't know if this show has made it all the way over down under but uh, I'm working the transition here, Kev. Let, yeah, that was me, nice. Me... We should go to our guest. He's so charmingly Here's sounding. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, our good friend, I met him earlier this year when he was coming up to compete uh, over at a tournament over here in uh, SoCal. He's a genuinely nice human being, a good competitor. Um, he writes really well, which I think bugs me in a certain way. Uh, but you may know him as the individual who takes screenshots of his words and uses them on his Instagram, which I don't know how I feel about that either. But ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you today our good friend from Articulate BJJ, Jared Dell. Jared, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Raf. Yeah, all good. Um, and just a little correction. Um, we're, we're in New Zealand, Auckland, not Same Australia. Thing. Same thing. <laughs> I, I understand. The, I know, it, I know us, it's not even on your guys' maps and geography no. classes over there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Our education's bad. Got us. No big deal. But when it's you just take like a me, uh, Yeah, just like me trying to force my writing down people's throats on Instagram, I guess. <laughs> yeah, when you take screenshots of your words, and I see it's gone in a weird filter, too, and I'm like, is he using, like, lo-fi? Like, is he really trying to glamorize his words with the same filters that Instagram models use where they're like, no, my selfie needs a lo-fi. And it's uh, always triple X. Of, 
is kind of ironically, but also because I've got a few people who read with um, like reading difficulty. So, oh, don't throw that at us. Necessarily the best way to go. Is he talking about me? How does he know? (laughs) Did you tell him, or was this like something you guys planned afterwards? It's rude. Well. Don't, don't I, I don't want to speculate on your ability to read, but uh, <laughs> this is yeah. why. So people didn't hear our pre-show convo, but I'm already drawing some animosity towards the guest wrapped. He dropped Danaher, and that's what I should have been like New Zealand. And now I find <laughs> myself. So I had a lot of Australia jokes planned, whom is our fourth largest audience. But now that it's New Zealand and sixth, just open the floodgates. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this is great. So, Jared, I guess part of the thing we should reveal to you is, listen, if you are from New Zealand, if that's what you say you're from, how can you, if at all, help us become bigger in New Zealand than we are in Australia? Um, Well, you know, there's four million people here versus um, however million in Australia, but um, our literacy rate's a lot higher than Australia, so um, I guess... We're probably drawing a, an audience of people who can actually read. I don't know that that works for <laughs> to a us. podcast. Think- this is audio based. <laughs> Damn it, man! Well, at least through at least through my format, but yeah. <laughs> There's a great moment this week where Trevor Noah brought on Oprah, and they do these behind the scenes moments. And Trevor Noah asks a very simple question. He goes, "Hey, Oprah." Um, what do you do that's still like a normal person? Like, has your cell phone ever run out of battery? And Oprah just goes, no. And he goes, okay. Have you ever had your toilet tissue run out? And she goes, no. There's somebody who comes and corrects it, and they always fold it into the little squares for me. I was like, okay. And Oprah goes, no, 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 no. Hold on. There is one thing that makes me kind of normal. And he goes, what's that? She goes, I bring my bread and my own avocados everywhere and he goes that's not a normal person thing and she goes no they charge extra for you know avocado and i think that's ridiculous and he goes so you bought your own orchard <laughs> that's no that's not you perfectly reasonable worse. response perfectly yeah, yeah. reasonable response <laughs> so now i i listen to that and i think of you being like oh yeah guys i'm gonna knock out your numbers with some newly appreciated readers for your podcast <laughs> Head on over to Articulate BJJ for the best audio you've ever heard, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Jared, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did your jiu-jitsu journey begin? Um, For me, it began at uni uh, in like 2012. So I was a student down in Dunedin, which has been described as as having the same postal code as the South Pole. Um, For me, it was just an easier alternative to boxing to stay fit at first. Okay. <laughs> like I just saw dudes lying on the ground in pajamas and I was like, yep, this looks mean. I'd done some judo as a kid and then, yeah, just picked it up from there and the rest was history really. Um, moved back to Christchurch, trained at um, Axis BJJ there, which is um, pretty much Gracie affiliation, I guess, from Hickson's side. And then, yeah, I've moved up to Auckland living up here and training now, trying to travel as much as possible. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, the addiction side is really taken over as, as you well know. I mean, I, I saw it live and Kev, <laughs> this is where I was kind of, uh, trying to figure out how do I get Jared back? Because 
when he did come out here, he was very sweet, and he bought me acai despite me saying I didn't need one. And you know how he tried to pull it off, Kev? No. I mean, giving you acai doesn't seem like the trickiest thing to have to pull off, but no. Go well, ahead. rude first. And second, when he did it, he bought it, and I was like, no, I don't need any. And then he just bought two. And then he had to go compete in Nogi later that day, looks at me, and then just says, oh, well, I already bought one, so I guess someone's got to eat this other one. And I'm competing. Ooh, too much acai for me. <laughs> you, have to, you have to remember as well that I just got absolutely fucked up in the gi section. I come off the mats and I'm like contemplating my entire life only to have this hand put on my shoulder and Raf to be standing there. Going, oh hey bro. <laughs> so I pretty much felt like I needed to insist, like uh, my my South African roots said, I needed to feed this man just out of gratuity for um, for being there. I just want to point out that every like Dickens book that ever got written, which isn't many, uh, that's like the opposite of the storyline. The person who comes up to you and is like, hey man, you're like, oh I'm poor, but I'll go and get you some acai. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, I think it was just out of general insistence, especially because of the, uh, it was, it kind of felt like being in a Bloodsport movie that day, to be honest, um, it was with, so, the, with the kind of characters out there. I should really describe to Kev, it was, you know, I, I consider myself an ambassador to all Southern California, and there are moments, though, that I cannot defend or uphold, and there was a moment, and we won't name who the person was, but Jared came up to me and goes, does that athlete always act like that? Like, that's a well-known athlete. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then he goes, but people love that person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a, it was a, I think it was a good exposure <laughs> to, like, what it could be like. But at the same time, it felt like I was stepping onto, like, the scene of, like, Karate Kid. Like, <laughs> with, with, like, sweep the leg with yeah. far more expletives was being like <laughs> expounded on the day and that's just the kids divisions kev <laughs> welcome to america you know we take this shit seriously it's uh competition or bust i don't know but, you should see yeah. how we are with our kids at competitive football but it's i gotta real. tell you though kev it, i mean that was also the same day where we had somebody who was an ultimate fighter who was going the adcc style Hell so yeah. that it was like shirtless but then, shirtless well, they, for the world just as god made him raf and that's how it should be when you're i don't know trying to destroy another human more so that i've just never seen an opponent get peer pressured into it and that's what actually made me feel bad like i don't care about his decision that's fine but with the opponents like okay i want to go and then they're like but come on and the guy's like i'd prefer not to i'm good they're like but come on and the audience booing that and i'm like oh no as a comic no i want to be- i immediately feel sympathy for anybody who gets booed and heckled i want to be clear consensual adcc stuff right i believe strongly i don't think i don't think the crowd (laughs) should be able to judge it it was wild man that was that was wild i think what made it worse was raf trying to pressure me into doing it and i swear to god i'm never gonna live that down now (laughs) well here's the thing is that you said you should do it and then i was just like (laughs) okay i don't care was a perpetrator here raf's part of the mob no here's what happened Jared said, I think I'm going to do it. And I was like, we'll do it or don't. And then he was just like, nah, I'm going to chicken out. And I was like, why would you mention it? 
Nobody I was think- at, like, the crowd wasn't looking at you to do it. <laughs> now, you're the one that offered it. You're like, oh, no, never mind. I think in my mind, I saw how, like, this was my chance to <laughs> emulate ADCC a little bit. Yeah, and then I realized, I realized I hadn't shaved either, <laughs> and I'm a bit of a gorilla, and all I'd been doing was eating fucking In-N-Out Burger for, like, a week. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is probably not the best idea. LA. <laughs> It's so, so good. It's the grease, it's the cheese, it's everything. But let's also be very clear, Kev. <clears throat> uh, you know, it was hard because that day I was like shooting and coaching a little bit. So I wouldn't do both because I feel it's mean if you have a camera lens and you're starting to like yell out things. So I was always like one coach or one photographing. And there were a couple times where I was like, you know, Jared didn't have anybody there to coach. But guess what? The kids from 10th Planet van eyes took to him very quickly to the point where i was about to go over to invite him and say like hey man do you want to come with us to dinner or anything and he's like oh yeah rafa they already invited me and i was like do they like you better than me because i didn't hear about it until maybe a minute ago Replaced. yeah big shout out to those guys hey, that was honestly when you guys rocked up like it was a, we'd already kind of got into it and it was goddamn cold that morning man but yeah. The reception was a bit icy as well, and I was just fucking freaking out, man. Like, you know, first first competition in the States, and then you get that kind of reception there. Man, I was like, this is going to be a fucking trip. And, um, nah, it just it made the day far more enjoyable. And the comp on Sunday um, as well with all the 10th Planet guys there was great too. Yes, that was uh, <clears throat> more the Orange County 10th Planet crew. That's, you know, yeah. Fullerton guys, uh, Costa Mesa guys who – are very upstanding as well. Um, extended friends of ours over here on the podcast. So let's not get yeah. crazy. I, you we know what though? I have to say because, with our feedback. You know, it's funny. Like the guy who you went up against, Art. Um, like we're friends, and we haven't really trained together yet. So I made a trip down there about a month ago, and Art was trying to murder me. Not just like, hey, <laughs> put you away. Like we're rolling for fun. Like he was trying to murder me, and it was all. Thanks to one Keith Kikorian who was like, yeah, get him, get him, kill him. <laughs> and I was just like, if this is how I die, I want everybody to understand Keith Kikorian was an enabler. <laughs> Keith was right there with the shitty yeah. taste in candy right there. Like, Art's a savage though, bro. We had a good role. Um, man, he's he he's tight, man. <laughs> we both got up after that, and we were so knackered, bro. I was just like, man, I need some, I need that acai station right now. <laughs> you were so. What did you say? Knackered. Uh, what, How did you na- refer to knackered. it? Oh, knackered. Sorry. Yeah. What What, <laughs> what is that? that Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to use my first like... translation question. <laughs> I have four. I was told. <laughs> it's like really tired. Like really tired. If you're knackered. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't not hear it. I, <laughs> but you can also hear how close it is to naked, right? Yeah, yeah. But then people also thought when I said Auckland, New Zealand, I was saying Oakland, California. So yeah. I don't trust you guys very much for uh like translation. Who were those of, people? Of that? <laughs> I felt like I Come just got us. lost in with You're some on an American talking. show, sir. Yeah. <laughs> America. <laughs> I just want to point this out. It didn't seem like a large step of logic for <laughs> once we were talking about ADCC style. And then all of a sudden you're like, and I got off the mats and we were both knackered. And it's like, wait, what? Oh, hold on. This took I a very weird that. turn that I did not know. 
I can see that, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, Raph, I want to do a yeah. quick professional transition Please here. Please do, thank you. You know who will keep you covered even when you're knacking? <laughs> NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com, friends of the podcast, making it possible for us to call people from New Zealand, where I guess there are a few million people. So making it, uh, I don't know, a little bit of our Texas. NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Keep your hips hugged. Free shipping on orders over $80. That's U.S. and Canada, you Aucklanders. But thank you for listening. Normal shipping rates for you. NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. It's what Lovato wears. It's what we wear, again, when we're knackered. Did I mm-hmm. did I hit knackered yep. right? <laughs> I'm getting verbal tap legal just looked at me from the office. Like, maybe don't do that a lot, Kevin. <laughs> NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Check them out. Protect yourself. That is my that was my big transition, Raph. Yeah, you did great. That was that was a beautiful seamless transition. I also have found our friend Jared Dill now on the interwebs. Yeah. Mostly his fighting style and uh some gi matches. So Just uh, doing some nice research here. He's not all articulate BJJ, which makes me nervous. I would prefer like articulate BJJ, comma not as good at practicing but from what i am seeing it's more of a semicolon he's all right type of situation yeah uh, if i can give a little bit away about his game in particular i don't know how much he's going to enjoy this oh, um okay. it was awkward because at first i knew him i was like oh okay jared's going up on those mats we don't really like know each other personally but let's see how it is he doing my game is that part of what I no fuck him with his X guard get out of here no shut up and then I saw his transition and Kev this is where it gets a little awkward because I like to think I'm better at no gi but I'm actually probably better at gi and then I saw him in gi and I go ah fuck he's better than me in no gi and then uh, you know the thing that really upsets me is I just sit there Kev and I'm thinking like hey man if you have time to train it'd be great and he's just like oh I wish I could mate but Oh man, you know, we're Kiwis and I'm cold and always drive. And I was just like, mm hmm, likely story. So, Kevin, I didn't even get to see how he's doing the magic tricks. Oh man, you're, you're too kind actually about my game there. I think most of it was the fact that when I started, I was like 130 kgs and getting off my back was just a, a nightmare. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I just preferred lying on my back. <laughs> well tell us a real person weight because 286 30, pounds i got it i put it in google i was you. like what thank the you. fuck is he talking about there you go. 130 yeah okay so you were yeah. you were a little larger and you're saying you found solace in your inverted it's people from new zealand australia you guys do the x card wrong i don't understand why you put the foot on the other side but well, this, like reverse x yes that is what i am actually kind of referring to i do understand why you do it i'm just trying to be uh americanly <laughs> resentful like i kind of sound like a brazilian person in some ways it's like i don't know why they do it like that it's not how he like, it was just annoying wrong <laughs> <laughs> i just assume it's because you were on the other side of the country i guess i'm finding out maybe it's a tactic <laughs> yeah the toilet toilets flush the the other way here you know like water flows up and uh we do reverse x got <laughs> got it hey Fair it's enough. been successful <laughs> well, let's do this. We're going to make a transition, but <clears throat> in full fairness, I think it's important that we allow Jared the opportunity to ask Kevin any questions he may need because there's a trash talking portion we're about to get into right now. So, Jared, 
can you come up with any questions that you feel will be fair or helpful to you when you have to take on Kevin competitively? Because here's the thing, Kev, he is a good competitor. So that means he's got a competition gene in him, which is part of the reason why I brought him on. I do. Um, okay. Um, in terms of questions, are we starting? Are we starting early prelims? Oh, everything's included. It's just out of order. Okay. All right. Okay. Out of order. All right. Then that's yes. fine. Um, Despite <laughs> multiple, I think that should be. Fine. I really hope that he was like. He goes. Go if we order. do it in order, I'm out. <laughs> I won't participate <laughs> if it's in order. I'm pro chaos on this one. <laughs> Okay, what are your questions to Kevin, though, specifically not for the game? Um, how much do you like losing? Uh, scale of 1 to 10. I've gotten better <laughs> at it lately. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, a 4? A 6 with the accent. <laughs> 6 with the accent. All right. I, no, I don't have too many questions, to be honest. Um, I'm just going to be getting my... Uh, I'll be trying to get my roast in where I can. Okay, now we've seen like Craig Jones uses his aloof personality, so we hope that you're actually funny. Uh, me too, me too. <laughs> Kev, are we ready to make the transition to an installment of Over Under Kevin? And now it's time for the thrilling installment of Over Under Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another installment of UFC's Over Under Kevin, as presented by yours truly, Rafa Sparza. The way this works is very simple. We give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win on the upcoming card. We go out of order, which is pro-chaos, I guess pro-Jared's request. Very weird. I've never, and again, of all the times that we've done this, which is now almost 70 times, We've never had a guest be like, I have a preference, Raph. If we go in order, it just really doesn't fit in with my Christian beliefs. <laughs> anyway, uh, gentlemen, here's the way it works. The person who gets the most picks obviously wins, but they win the crowd, thus winning their freedom as to whoever talks the best amount of trash. Do you both understand the rules? I understand. Uh, I'm going to start by going way out on the whim here. There is a yeah. fighter on these cards no. that is the son of Boston Crab. We'll find out if people can spot who that is <laughs> as the game goes on. Good. All right. Well, Kev, before you do start, I mean, you're the experienced uh, vet in this game. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to your new opponent right now? You're losing to Norway in terms of verbal tap audiences. Norway. <laughs> Previously, the only thing New Zealand's ever lost to Norway in is Eddie Bauer subscriptions, um, people that wear sweater vests. Now, New Zealand sits beautifully between Germany and Norway, way below even people like the UK. I think that's actually kind of appropriate, though, in terms of uh, you know just how educated an audience might be and not listening to Americans that much <laughs> or or just in terms of a fight community you're a weaker people I don't know which it is Rap, oh, I guess damn. we're going to find out here across oh, these picks <laughs> okay <laughs> Jared now is understanding the show he's come on it took a little while but now he's like 
How dare you? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I'm the founder of DefensiveBJJ.com. It's a different website. Same basic idea. Let's do this, Raph. Right. Let's start Always with good. our very first fight. It's a welterweight bout between Alan Hoban, a.k.a. Disney Prince, versus Dwight Grant. Kev, you start us off. 15 seconds on the clock, go. Yeah, I can't vote against Alan Hoban <laughs> because of his eyes, mostly. I mean, it's just, I guess there's a theory where someone comes out and is like, no, I'm going to fight him anyway. I just don't see it happening. Alan Hoban. All right. Time is finished for you. Uh, 15 seconds on the clock for Jerry. I was, I was actually going to agree with you, but um, I'm, now I've got to go with Dwight because I think if you're getting lost in a guy's eyes, you're probably going to get knocked out, I think. So I think Dwight's probably got it. Okay, Kev, he's going with a very different set of criterium that you normally do. Eyes are normally within the bound of abs, chiseled hair, <laughs> a chiseled face, chiseled any feature really is something that appeals to Kevin. Do you feel this is a wise decision for him to start up top? Well, I think he's making the same point any Al Green song does. If you're getting lost in a guy's eyes, you know, you've already lost the fight. But imagine if that started playing in the background with some heavy jazz. Tell me you're going to be ready to, for violence. We'll see it. What, do you think that's his walkout? He's going to have some jazz on the walkout song? <laughs> Hold on. I'll, I'll Hold back on. him if, for maybe that. Maybe The okay. weekend, something a little bit more <laughs> modern but still sexy. But coming back to my Disney Prince analogy, which, by the way, Jared, we've said this on the show a couple times, but Karen Bryan has legitimately tried to get Alan Hoban to kill me in training. Because I called him a Disney prince, and he took it offensively. And I was like, what's offensive? You're fucking good-looking, dude. Like, And you fight. And you're a Versace model? Fuck off, dude. <laughs> Don't come at me just because you're good-looking. Like, Do you not get the sense that when he walks out, he could literally have a whole new world playing in the background? Like, would you that not also- make sense to him? I could also imagine like the little animated flying doves and things coming out as well, like as he walks through the little entrance. But uh, yeah, look, I I don't want to I don't want to incur his wrath here, especially if he's already going to pump you for doing that. Again, weird phrasing. Just <laughs> between the the decade and the the pump me, I don't want him to pump me with any. I just I want to make it very. Clear. This explains so much. I'm perusing articulate BJJ and I saw who's getting pumped on the mats, and I was like, <laughs> I don't understand what that means. But now it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Well, look, you're the one fantasizing about a Disney Disney prince here, man. So you tell me. It's not fantasizing. It's just telling you he's a fucking good looking dude, and it sounds like he could have fucking breaking into song when he's walking out, and people go, Yeah, I buy that. But if you saw fucking Randy Costa do it, you'd be like, ah, no thanks, dude. You're not fucking Aladdin. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, I think I think we're being unfair towards Dwight. He's not a bad-looking fella himself. All right, well, now who's making the real weird This guy statements? will find the middle <laughs> ground. Yep, all right, all right. Let's continue on. Bantamweight bout between... Boston Salmon? That's a <laughs> My man, the Boston Salmon. <sighs> okay. I don't know that I'm going to retire on this, but okay. Boston Salmon versus uh, Khaled Taha. And uh, Jared, you start us off on this one. These are fake names. These are both FBI informant names. <laughs> honest. Go. Dude, just on name alone, I think Boston Salmon needs to win there. 
Um, I'm a hundred percent backing that. <laughs> I can't hate you for that, Kevin. I'm putting fifteen on the clock for you now. Boston, the Boston Crab's child, obviously. <laughs> Boston salmon. I'm in. I can't wait for his child Boston sushi to crush ass in ten years. This is fantastic. <laughs> you we're know all, what it is? We're all team Boston salmon. That's fair. I feel like with Boston salmon, that's like what you get when you're trying to like lower your calorie intake it's like would you like a boston crab mm, no i'm really trying to watch my figure here i'll have to <laughs> thank you i wish we'd seen that on um wwe um bjj week the well, boston salmon <laughs> <laughs> you know um i cannot tell you how many idiots <clears throat> we had who all did boston crabs this year <laughs> And I really go out of my way to say, like, hey, do you guys need a move? I can come up with one for you. And they'll be like, no, I'm going to feel it out. And I go, please don't. You're all going to do the same moves. <laughs> if you guys coordinate with me, you can at least come up with a different way of doing the move. And low as shit, you saw, I think, Tony from Happy Rolling BJJ who goes, hey, it seemed like Boston Crab was the move of the year. And I was like, you're dumb. Everyone's dumb. But yes, we had some lovely submissions. Well, try the Boston Salmon. Salmon. It's where you <laughs> just flop around until someone pours a bucket on you. It's not as effective, but it's fun. But yes, thank you for bringing up a very highly successful another WWE BJJ Week. Which, by the way, fans, if you've not gone to vote, you can go vote right now. These people are vying for prizes. And there's a certain person from Kansas City who is kind of ahead right now. And I understand some of you guys said... Oh, man, that's tough. But there's other prizes that we are giving out. So, yes, you can go vote at VerbalTapCast.com under the 2019 fan vote for WWE BJJ Week. Um, frankly, I'm kind of surprised how many votes we've gotten. It's kind of nice. It's pretty dope. We like the fact that you guys like it. And if you haven't seen the main event between myself and Milton, go do so right now. All right. Back to the game. Kevin, you're going to start off... On this bantamweight bout between Brandon Davis and Randy Costa, go. There's an old New Zealand saying, the bong's not going to hit itself. That's how I feel about this fight. Classic one-up analysis, Brandon Davis is my choice to move Randy Costa into his first loss. Tough time for okay. the world. Okay. All right. What do you have for us over here? Jared, go. Um, I'm actually going to go with Brandon Davis here. I think just on the nickname that he runs, Killer B, I think that's just, um, there's a level of cringe to it that I actually really like, and I think he's got it. I'm starting to get nervous about your endorsement of this show because you seem to enjoy things you shouldn't. So the fact that you're like, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm like, uh-oh, is that a good or a bad thing now? I thought he crushed that, Raph. You want a better yeah, analysis he? than that? I mean, I disagree with him. I think Killer Bees, it's cliche in a fun way. And and it's just the B. It's just the letter B as well. <laughs> so I feel like we're going to see him like throwing up hand signs as well. I, I Like, that's my dream. That's my dream. Okay. All right, Jared. <laughs> You're going to continue on with your dream and tell us who you think is going to win in a light heavyweight match between Eric Anders and Khalil Roundtree Jr. Go. Um, I actually said that that's probably going to go to uh, draw um, because I don't think that Anders has the ability to knock out Roundtree. I like Roundtree. It's a name because it sounds like a trade. Let me get this straight. You're actually going for a draw on this one. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that what you want me to write? Do you want me to write draw? <laughs> um, decision. Let's go decision. No, that's not how it goes. I, mean, I, I can't write, do that. I, okay, uh, hold on. Okay. If you All understand right, decisions, you'll draw. understand this. Could you pick one of them? Uh, no. I'm going to go draw. I'm going to go draw. <laughs> awesome. So you're taking oh like double zero on the roulette Rap, wheel. I'll take the field, please. Okay. Yeah, Kev, go it for it. I'm, I, I believe someone will win this fight. <laughs> do I have to be more specific than that? Yeah, yeah. Kev, you do. Bullshit. We can't. <laughs> they, they don't count as our brown tree. Okay. I, Kev, he could not have given you a better opportunity to potentially beat him on. I'm putting Roundtree slash someone. <laughs> just, just he, so you, you need you need all the help you can get though, so you can get it there. Amen. <laughs> Where does this kid think he's coming in with this? <laughs> okay, let's go to our lightweight bout. It's between Jalen Turner and Matt Frivola. Kevin, you start us off. Go. Yeah, just based off of this person has a whole lot of the. I'm definitely going to murder you eyes, which are eyes I keep a close eye on. I have got to go with Matt Frivola. Okay. All right. What do you got for us, Jared, on this one? Uh, um, I've got to agree there. Steamroller Frivola looks like a straight savage. Um, I've got to agree with that one. Okay. I mean, nobody here is going to take Jalen Turner. I'm not worried about him. But I think okay. he'll survive. Like, if he won, Matt Frivola's life wouldn't be on the line. Here's some analysis. If Matt I'll Frivola throw. wins. I think he might kill Bruce Buffer. I don't know. I'll I'll bring <laughs> this back to you guys. Jalen Turner is in the best fight I've ever seen live. It's the one with him and Rich Leroy. He's now in the oh, UFC from uh, it's, it, Cage Fighting Extreme. Yes, uh, which is now lights out extreme fighting. I, uh, they I, have the deal with Sean Marion. Please tell so. me they make people fight in the dark. Is it? <laughs> that would be epic, spectacular. The whole audience gets night vision, but the <laughs> fighters have no idea. The, you know, the be producers great. of Million Dollar Mile <laughs> night fighting. Trust me, this is going to be good. It makes me pretty happy to think like maybe there should be an event. Like I don't know if you've ever seen those wrestling events where the lights go out and then. They're like, well, how are we going to continue the event? And then everybody brings out their cell phone and they're like, yeah, wrestling. Only in wrestling would people do that. And I'm like, I'm not so sure. I think people are pretty smart in other sports, but okay, whatever. Uh, in this particular case, it'd be great to like host fights where only light is provided from the audience and then be like, I can't see anything. It's like, well, then you better fucking tap out, bitch. I think that'd be a fun one. I'll, I'll, I'll get to work on making those deals happen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our next one. It is a bantamweight bout. Jared, you lead us off on this one between Montel Jackson and Andre Souk, Ham, Faf. Go. Um, yeah, I'm picking Andre Souk and Tat for that. Um, I just, I've seen him fight. I'm a big fan. So, yeah, I've, I've got him on that with experience um, beating Montel Jackson. Kev, what do you got for us? <laughs> You're going to vote against Montel Jackson? All right. Mm. Bad <laughs> idea. Because I just feel like Montel Jackson, you know I'm waiting for this rap. He wins. He knocks him out. He takes the mic, and he just starts being like, I know I had to knock you out. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
It's just it's adding, you know, every R&B possibility to a person with two names like that. If your name is Montel Jackson and you're not musically inclined as a kid, I feel like your family disowns you. You better become a UFC fighter. Check. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, ladies and gents, on this one, I'm going to actually put on 30 seconds for you guys to pick who you think is going to win. And the reason why is because it's the co-main event between Kelvin Gastelum and Israel Adesanya. And Kevin Stardust, you have 30 seconds. Go. Am I the only one that was like, is Adesanya, didn't he break his leg like a month ago? I guess he's ready. Hey, he's ready. We don't know how many ESPN cards that was ago. Israel Adesanya coming off what looked like some of the more authoritative things I've ever seen. I hate to go against a tough alum whom I'm passionate about and share most of the letters of a first name with, but I have got to go with Israel Adesanya. Okay. Uh, Jared, what do you feel? Um, as a Kiwi, I've definitely got to go with Israel. Um, his form's been looking amazing. Um, and as a guy that I know and have met, I just know the kind of confidence he's going into that with. Way more tools, and I think he's just going to be beating the ass out of Kelvin. Okay, lot to unload here. Kev, well, as a human, I, how do you respond to that? He's Nigerian and New Zealand, so let's not mm. get carried away with the well, Kiwi I'm, I'm business. I'm South African New Zealand. I'm South African New Zealander, so I yeah, I support him from both aspects. I'm already getting annoyed. He's making me want to switch my vote. No, you I, know what? No, yep, I'm ping-ponging across, Raph, <laughs> to most of the letters. You can't spell Kelvin without Kevin. I'm I'm Fair. doing it. Oh, you're Man. going to Kelvin Big now? Mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. I don't feel okay. great about it, but, I, but damn it. <laughs> and and I just want to make sure I'm correcting what I heard here. You know him? You've met yeah. him? Yes. How? Um, well, Auckland's a small place. Uh, he trains up at City um, Kickboxing. It's not far from us. You know, the BJJ and MMA circles are pretty small, so the man's always around. Awesome dude. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it's a small community, but they're very literate, Raph. I don't know if you heard mm, that. Mm-hmm. So he met him when he was reading a book in between punching a and, bag. And then oh. Israel was reading a book. They were at the book reading cafe that they all go to, <laughs> and it was they caught eyes. They were both reading how to get better I at love, jiu-jitsu. I love only how Americans would be like, reading a book with that amount of poison on it. <laughs> no, because well, you're the one who's sitting here being <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. a small community. We just met. Have you never done that before? I was going like, to double yeah, down, Rap. I was going to be like, people. it was because you said you both, you pretentious ass. <laughs> one in three of our citizens can't read, and you're rubbing it in. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying, though, Jared. I'm just more so confused, if anything, because... When you said, like, yeah, I just met him, it sounds slightly vague. Like, it's just in the sense of, how did you, were you guys training at the same time? Did you go to stalk him? I don't train train with Israel. I train with um, a bunch of the guys who do jiu-jitsu at City Kickboxing. He's Mm -hmm. been at a number of, like, the same events that we go to and things like that. So, yeah. So did you go up to him and you're like, are you better than John Jones? Would you say that you would beat him and then use that as a running wild quotation to circulate some like press? More annoying fan moment. More like that. I was just like, mm-hmm. who is he? Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> this was yeah. your chance to move from sixth to fifth. You could have bumped Norway with a cool story there. But I think <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if India catches you. 
They're on the All heels. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm taking it back down to 15 seconds because I don't know that we're going to get better than that. But let's go to welterweight between Curtis Millinder and Bilal Muhammad, which, by the way, will not get through TSA. Jared, you start us off on this one. 15 seconds. Um, go. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Melinda here. I think I think they're both coming off losses. I think Melinda wants it a little bit more. Okay. Kev, what do you have for us? I'm going with the slightly younger fighter that is definitely going to struggle to get to the State Farm Arena, Bilal uh, Muhammad. Because I, you know, I went with Boston Salmon right over Khalil. I just to namescape <laughs> it, I'm going to keep it legit. Okay. Nice. I can respect that. That's good. All right. Kevin... I'm going to go ahead and go to our next fight. It's a welterweight fight between Max Griffin and Zelim Amadev, which sounds like some sort of weird like <laughs> uh, pun that gets uh, somebody to say, like, my, com- my refrigerator's running? Like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> Evan, you can start off on this one. i got 15 seconds on the clock for you. Yeah, I have to. Whenever someone really resembles a super like i would buy netflix let's do this netflix could make an eight-part series called max griffin and i'm watching that shit so i'm going with max griffin max griffin it is uh jared what do you have for us look just out of consistency like in terms of eyes that could signify a murderer or serial killer (laughs) all right i'm going with imadive for sure (laughs) oh now the eyes are all back in before hey. you couldn't tell a Disney prince before then, so but lame. now you can tell who a murderer is. Yeah, well, look in terms of Netflix shows as well. That guy is straight up going to be on making a murderer. Zaleem Imadiv, two part series. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Let's continue this on. I mean, I need to ask this because we we don't always get the opportunity to ask midstream to our individuals who are playing this game. How do you feel, Jared? Like, rate yourself right now, 1 to 10, 10 being best, 1 being... Uh, how do you feel that you're faring in this game? Like, probably about a 12. Okay. Mm. I, no, I doubt it. I doubt it highly. <laughs> but, For the person um, who said it's draw good on it's one good of their entries where 50-50 is the normal percentage you have going in to pick yes or no, you pick the less than 1% chance. Yeah, it's a draw. yeah. <laughs> and not draws. to say you would be very smart if it ended up being a draw. Statistics, though, don't yeah. bode well for you. Yes, I know, I know. Oh. Um, hence, hence my twelve. You know, like if you you're in that state of ignorance where you don't know any better, you're super confident. Fair enough. All right. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely Kit Dale's trick. Hey, here's what I want to know. <laughs> I want to know you've listened to this show. I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the part where we do a wager on this. Kev, what are some wagers that we've done in the past? Shirt exchange, social media posts, funny photos. Um, I, I mean, this is the easiest one I feel like we've ever had, but uh, I'll, I'll wait for my friend from the far West. To help me figure this out. Okay, so without saying what it is, if you have one in mind, Jared, do you have a bet in mind for one Kevin? Yes or oh, no? Oh, damn. Uh, I don't have one in mind. I don't. Okay, don't worry. You've got four fights to figure it out. And we're going to continue on, and I'm going to have you go on right now. It's a light heavyweight bout between Ovin St. Prue versus Nikita Krylov. Go. Oh, 
Um, I'm going with uh, Oven St. Pru. Um, I think the experience there and the name for me, He's he's been a favorite of mine for a while, so I'm going with him. Okay. Uh, Kev, what do you got for us on this? I, I will say I'm a little nervous because OSP is 36, which is mm. three years mm. after, you know, Jordan's peak. That said, I can't go against the man that might pull off the Von Flute. And just it just feels like yep. we're about to see Good one, even uh, even though, I don't know, Carlos okay. a little dangerous. All right, Kev. We're going to stay with you. That's Go a on. strangler's name, Nikita Krylov. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. It's definitely one where you see a wanted poster like right next to him and the Ripper. This was kind of like, just stay away from Nikita, kids. Yeah, him and Imadayev are going to be on that same series on Netflix, for sure. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you are going right now, and it is a bout in the flyweight division between Wilson Reese and Alexandre... Panolita, go. I'm going to go against my younger guy thing. I'm going with Wilson Reese. I'm going to see if I can do it. I'm going to squeak one out. I'm going to flow with the older guys in these undercards, hoping that it's like a, hey, here's one more good one. Okay. All right. What do you have for us on that one, Jared? I'm going to go the opposite there. I'm going to go with Alexandre Patoya. Um, I think he just takes it out a little bit better. Um, Wilson Hayes did look good recently, but yeah, I think the youth is coming up in that one. Okay. One thing's for sure, these fighters are going to end up naked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hope not. The... I think they'll probably cancel the pay-per-view. <laughs> there you go. They'll get in there. They're going to be like, this is on Disney ESPN. How dare you guys? This. I just want to say, though, I think we haven't had this big of an accent or different culture misstep since our good friend Josh Palmer said, oh, would you guys, uh, if you would get together, would you guys like to have a grapple? What? You mean you you want to roll? Yeah. It says have a grapple. What kind it's of like, weird language are you coming from? It felt like a Josh. UN resolution. Like, do we need to get a, a negotiator? And you know what the dumb part is? We've made fun of him so much for it now. I think he does that exact phrase on all of his commentary now. He did have four or five Britishisms. I'm trying to go back into the, <laughs> the one that the one I say that if you do, you'll if you have a drinking contest, you will go into a coma. Is whenever he talks about a leg attack, he goes, "Oh, and he's got a bite here," and I'm like, "He doesn't always have a bite." Does <laughs> you could say it once, but every time he gets a leg entry, it's not a bite. <laughs> But I like his instincts. Shark yeah. rhetoric. It's not bad. Well, anyway. I, actually, just... we should all start a website. SharkRhetoricBJJ.com. Hey. We'll take a point <laughs> later. Anyway, let's go to our next one right now. Uh, it is a women's flyweight bout between Lauren Mueller and Pauliana Botello. Jared, you start us off. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Lauren Mueller. Um Princess Tiger's a pretty cool nickname. Um, I haven't watched her that much before, um, but I'd I'd swipe right. I'd swipe right. I don't think that was necessary, but okay. <laughs> swipe right, Kev. What do you have? Are you swiping you gotta, right? Got to categorize it on something, man. I cannot believe <laughs> we're not nicknaming her the Mueller Report. Yeah, but I'm you. gonna go ahead and until I get to see the whole thing, side with caution. 
before my liberalism outweighs me and I end up on a Fox headline. Poliana <laughs> Botello. Oh, so you're going Botello on this one, okay? Yeah. I'm still waiting okay. for the Mueller to finish. And then I'll... Well, right. I mean, they did finish, but we're never going to see it. So, like, no big deal. The Mueller report. I would change Lots mine immediately. I don't know what to tell you. My last two days, it was like, uh, if my last name is a fighter, if it was Kevin Nixon, I'd make my water. I'd, it'd be Watergate. That would be my effing nickname. There Absolutely. You go. Yeah. You got away with it. So 100%. Um, okay. Gentlemen, it's the time now where we get to the main event. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock because I'm vaguely intrigued to hear what you both have to say. And here it is. It's the lightweight bout between Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier. Kevin, you start us off. Well, whatever that noise was, you know I am a stern believer. Since the days I saw that documentary on Netflix, he's just eating salmon and gritting. Dustin the Diamond Poirier continues to evolve, continues to elevate his game, will defeat Max Holloway. Uh, probably be a decision, but I'm going to say it with that right fist, baby. Dust in the diamond. Okay, Jared, what do you have? Nice. No, I can respect that, but I'm going with um, the blessed because it is what it is. <laughs> I think <laughs> wow. that is the best catch line. I've, I, 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 you, you can't beat that. But Max is also looking great in terms of evolution. And I think just in terms of output, I see him beating Poirier on a decision. <laughs> that was, you know, when we talk about the whole element of WWE BJJ, that was as close as I think we get to you trying to do a Macho Man voice of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. Let me brother. tell you something. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, the reason I've been working why- on it. Well, I hope so. I feel like every person in the world, and I don't know how to put this delicately, but I meant to make a status update on it. I feel in the future, in the same way that we look at Shakespeare, we will look at Macho Man promos. Like, that's <laughs> what you're going to teach in school. At least in the used- American ones, because that's America. That's something that we're proud of here, okay? We may not be very literate. We might not go up to our friends and punch them while reading books, but I'll tell you one thing, which is we all know how to speak like Randy Macho Man Savage. That guy is an absolute poet on the screen, man. Absolutely. I swear to God, every time I've seen one of his promos just fly by on my Facebook, I stop and watch it. I don't care. I've seen them all. I know what it is. It, like it's getting to the point now where I'm literally just quoting it with him and being like, "Ooh, cream of the crop, yeah, Hogan," and I'm like, "Yeah, I can do this too, man." God bless him. Oh man, amazing. Let's do this, Jared. You need to tell us right now because we might have a tiebreaker. I don't know with your draw pick, you might still end up getting the same amount of picks as Kevin oh, somehow. Man. And if it does yeah. happen, I need to know how we break that tie. The way we break the tie is we say who is going to win fight of the night and the two performances of the night. So having said that, who wins the fight of the night in your opinion, sir? Um, I'm going to go with Adesanya fight of the night. Adesanya okay. Gastelum. Yeah. Just him by himself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think he gets the performance. He gets a performance bonus, but I reckon that's fight of the night. Okay. 
And then, so one performance of the night for him. Who's the other performance of the night then? Mm, Max Holloway. Holloway, okay. Wait, can Adesanya win a performance of the night and the fight of the night? He can, technically, yes. Oh, fuck. Sometimes they do that, yeah. Hey, the more you know. The beautiful thing that I like about this is... I've been told we cannot afford that music. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) The beautiful thing I do like about it is is that we didn't talk about two things. One, my Max Holloway impression, because you were going too much into a professional wrestler, Jared, (laughs) is definitely, and I've I've narrowed it down, it's Hawaiian cholo is (laughs) what I have made my impression of his is. And it's it's like a little pigeony, but it's just like yeah, bro. No, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> and so that to that's me, not bad. that's yeah, not, it's bad. not bad. But it's essentially doing a cholo with just a little bit more concussion and CTE to it. <laughs> oh my god! Just tell me I'm wrong, okay? Anyway, I, love I you very much. Verbal uh, tap legal. Just hit the light, wrap. They hit the light. Oh, no, no, no more. Okay, I'll stop now. <laughs> I'll give mine. Performance of the night, the diamond. Performance of the night, Montel Jackson knocking people out. <laughs> and fight of the night goes to Gastelum Adesanya. Okay, so you guys are both going in on that one. I agree with the Kiwi, and unlike most people, I'm not allergic to the shell. That's fair. All right. I've given you time here, Jared. I said you'd have four fights to figure out if you had a wager. We always defer to the guest first. So with that in mind, let's hear what you have in mind. Okay. In terms of which four fights, just any? No, I'm just saying now we've gotten to the wager because this is the whole fight card up and down. Yeah. So who, you know, we asked you, uh, like, to come up with a wager because you know that's what we do at the very end of this and we all do jujitsu so no money okay. <laughs> but <laughs> in your mind what would be a good wager between you and kevin um well considering i called the draw like i actually want to call the stakes in my favor a little bit here if i lose um like getting boston crabbed by someone boston salmon by one of my teammates on camera okay that- <laughs> That would be if you lose. That's what you get. Yeah. I don't hate Which the idea the loser has to create the Boston salmon, whatever it is. I don't exactly know what it looks like, but I don't mind being like, this is the Boston salmon. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, the Boston crab is just the one where you sit on the person's back with the legs. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware, but the Boston okay. salmon, I mean, the salmon yeah. not as athletic as the crab, Raph, because of the <laughs> appendages. So... You know, the nice part is, gentlemen, this is where I can consult with you. <laughs> I just Googled violent salmon. There isn't much. It's <laughs> <laughs> a peaceful fish. Kev, what do you think? Uh, the only other idea I had was an American shoey. Ooh, I can get behind a shoey. <laughs> I, yeah, I knew he'd be able to without even a distance. <laughs> Um, the idea of spitting in it makes me pretty sick, but like, I think you throw in a piece of just generic yellow cheese and chug a beer out of a shoe, an American shoey. So it's got to have some like process, like a process square what? cheese. In he it. knew what I was talking about immediately, Raph. Yes. That's what it's got to have. 
Do you have craft? Okay. We have craft, but your call. I think we got craft. I think I can find something like that. <laughs> Raph, we have an accord. Loser does an American chewy. I think the Boston salmon just looked a lot better by Good comparison. Call. Your call, but no, I vote, it's, no, it's I vote you guys. Because you guys, here's the thing: y'all have to do it. I just, I am the guy who helps facilitate the negotiation period. But if you guys are clearly in agreement on drinking out of a shoe, which I still don't understand as a thing, well, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna do an American shoey kiwi style as well, like awesome. through. Through like a flip flop, or as we call it here, a jandal. What? Yeah, my favorite podcast we've ever done. We're never. We should stop doing the podcast after this one. This is the best (laughs) one. I, I, yeah, I think that's going to be it because my creative, um, my creative ability runs out at writing. I do not have the ability to come up with the Boston salmon jujitsu move. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, again, I'm okay with it. I'm just more so in the realm of a jandal. <laughs> like, Dude, don't wh- even ask me, man. I don't know either. <laughs> but why do you go along with it? It's just, I don't know. It's, Culture, uh, Raph, come on. <laughs> We're Americans. We get this. <laughs> why do you happen to go to Del Taco? I don't know. It's just what we've been doing for a I'm while. I'm pretty sure I could explain to you by taking you to the, the wonders and the delights of a chicken soft taco. And then you would say, I understand this. Oh. If you take the word sandal and go, that's nice. We're going to put our own spin on it. Cool. What are you going to call it? Jandal? Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about the shoey element that you use it like an ice luge. Cause I, no, <laughs> I, I still, like, shoey is its own in. weird microcosm that I understand gets a huge pop. But you have to understand, in our world, when, like, Kevin and I tell a good joke in front of an audience, we've worked really hard for that. And yet we might not get the reception in your neck of the woods if you drink out of a shoe and the crowd goes nuts. And you go, why is this a thing? And then you realize that's why Michael Bay movies make so much money. And John Cougar <laughs> Mellencamp, you know, amen. Anyway. All right, Jared. So uh, just to kind of fill you in on how we do this, we brought right. you in today. We would love to have you come talk with us after the fights. Would you be up for coming back to on the show? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. we'd love to. Might be difficult to figure out with the times because we just lucked out here. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. right and now. We live in the future, <laughs> and like, we live what? in the future here in New Zealand. So yeah, what it'll be we'll it? we'll work it out. What time? It's is it? um eleven twenty three a.m. on Saturday. Fuck! Uh, did I go to open mat? You know what? Don't tell me. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be in touch because the fights are what about. Sixteen hours away from the main fight, or so. So yeah. I'll reach back out to you. We'll find a time that hopefully works better for us, less for you, and then we'll talk about the fights. But if people have not heard us say it a million times, where can they find your source stuff, your material? Do you your mind articulating of... it for us? I I will happily articulate it for you through a plug. Um. The main source for me is ArticulateBJJ.com. I do all of my writing on there. Um, I share it through Facebook as well. Also, ArticulateBJJ.com. And then Instagram is just at ArticulateBJJ. So that's mainly where I do everything. 
I'm going to reveal one last thing before we kick you off, which is this, Jared. Oh, God. Uh, shut up. You don't know what it is yet. <laughs> so when I was running through things, because we have like an offshoot, like a little where all write things occasionally. It's called Gentle Art Magazine. Mm-hmm. And when I was running through different names of things, I had come up with Articulate BJJ. And I was like, I kind of like that. I kind of I should run with that for a little while. And I went to go, and I swear it was right around the time you started. And I was like, I will hate this guy forever. <laughs> I will never like the. Oh, he likes us? Uh, no, I refuse to like him. He's dumb. He's from a different... Pl- oh, he's very nice, too. And he sends nice messages. And he's very, very encouraging. Still, I will find... Oh, I'm meeting you in person. Yeah, I don't want to. Oh, and he's force-feeding you acai. And he's <laughs> literally... Baby airplaning acai into my mouth. <laughs> Fuck. So anyway, you overcame the odds, sir. And uh, not many can say that. But uh, I'm glad you- to hear it. Can we have him just sign us off? Is he cool if he just says goodnight? Yeah, and let's fight do that. Whatever that accent is, which sounds a little fake, but it's charming. So <laughs> here's what you have to say, Jared, to sign us off officially. You have to say, uh, this is Kevin. Thanks for listening. And then you say goodnight and good fight. Okay. All right. This is Kevin. Thanks for listening. We're all knackered. Good night and good fight. Yep. That's not as <laughs> well, much as we I wanted. I like it better when he does it. I do Damn too. it. <laughs> I even, I'm Kevin Bart. I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> the number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is. Please note, the new number is...